Welcome to Growth Interviews. Real experts around the globe giving away their best so that you can become smarter. Jacob, please uh, introduce yourself in a, in a few sentences and tell us how you've got into the conversion rate optimization space in the very beginning. So I'm the, I lead the project called GoodUI, which is focused on identifying, finding, and identifying uh, patterns, things that tend to work, things that don't work, uh, where they work, where they don't work, with different degrees of effects. Um, as, uh, as a way of, uh, of, of driving optimization work. Um, there are you know, thousands and thousands of experiments being run. Um, and if we just pay attention to to all that kind of information and in, in, in those experiments, uh, there's most likely some things that repeat over and over, that reproduce, that yeah. are generalizable, and those are those 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 patterns. I think are very interesting for reuse and exploitation on, on across projects. So that's the purpose of Good UI to find these patterns. Perfect. So that can be used for future improvements, uh, right? Yes. So that you don't shoot for the moon in the dark uh, when you when you try to do something. I, I've also seen that on good UI to to make these parentheses, you also have classes of uh, let's say categories of uh, of experiments. So it's not like this experiment worked. You could also select uh, what kind of experiments. Uh, have you run and on which type of uh, website, right? That's true, yes. I think one, one general use case is that, uh, you know, although experimentation itself is very valuable, the act of, of trying to make improve something, a product or, or, or business, um, there is a case to be made for uh, when someone's just starting off or, or, or hasn't optimized their site, uh, you know, just just initially starting off, and there's a lot of opportunity. There is a case to be made for utilizing as much as possible those big wins that maybe other companies have already discovered. Yeah. First and foremost, to get a bigger leap, a bigger uh, a shift, um, and I think that that's the yeah, that's the core use case there. Perfect. So. Jacob, tell us uh, tell us how you've got into this conversion rate optimization space uh, in the very beginning. So take the time machine and tell us how it was at uh, at that time and what got you uh, here. Can you could say it's a you know a series of, of experiences. Um, I, I studied graphic design, and I recall um, the, these these design critiques where. Uh, there's a lot of subjective discussions, for better or for worse, um, about whether things should be larger, bigger, different contrasts, different design elements. And that was great to, to become aware of these things. But in that, this, this kind of idea was born that designers should know. And designers are 
know, they're educated, they will get their degree and they will know the answers. And this subjectivity, all these all these subjective discussions would kind of carry through into 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 later years and, and with clients and and, um, and 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 there's always like this this this, this buildup of, of, of uncertainty that you know was is, is a bigger logo better is a is a smaller logo should be a different contrast and a desire to to know to to discover whether something you know should be left aligned or right aligned. Um, becoming aware of, of 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 experimentation and quantitative uh, methods mm -hmm. was was what kind of got me excited about big, starting such a, a consulting business where we started doing this for clients to to discover a little bit more um, what's better, what what's worse. Perfect. So tell us what's uh, frustrating you right now in the CRO landscape. Which are the things that you think they should be completely vanishing uh, in order to make this industry much more efficient, much better, and uh, let's say more uh, transparent? That last word, transparency and authenticity. Um, I think when people uh, look at so-called best practices, patterns, heuristics, tactics, yeah. um, they often, uh, there's two opposite evils, I think, that are assigned to them. There's there's th this idea of underconfidence, where some might say, no, all best practices are, there's no such thing, and what, work, what works for one client never works for another. You just have to keep a silo, and, and you have to discover truth on your own. Uh, and of course, there's the other extreme where, on these only you know 100 kind of idea blog posts, the the <laughs> I think you called this out uh, earlier. Um, there's this overconfidence of yes, th these are guaranteed to work. Uh, this this extremist, uh, but both both points I think are extreme. And a healthier approach is to look at these patterns with, with probability in mind, with how often they work with reproducibility, with repeatability, um, because a bunch of them will, will work, will not work, will work with different degrees, uh, will work in different situations. Yeah. And being transparent and authentic, and publishing all these winners and losers uh, will get a bigger, more accurate picture. Perfect. So transparency for the win, let's say. Okay, so tell us, uh, let's say, what, uh, based on your experience, so you, you, you've looked at a lot of uh, results from a lot of A-B testing. You have a database of, uh, of a, lot, a lot of uh, results uh, of experiments that worked and of experiments that hasn't, haven't worked, even though they seem really, really legit and uh, they should be working, right? Based on the, the initial assumptions and hypotheses. So based on, the, on your knowledge, what do you think the, uh, the CRO experts are, are missing out right now? What do you think they should be uh, doing in order to be more, uh, more effective? And that's, of course, besides learning from other people's mistakes or from other people's winners, like you've said, that you are doing with a good UI. Are you asking about a very uh, specific pattern or tactic, like a, like a particular change? Or? Yeah, I, I'm asking like ba based on how the things are being done right now in the, let's say, the, 
the common understanding towards uh, using a methodology or the other or uh, what do you think keeps from uh, keeps uh, let's say the losing uh, the 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 losing teams from being winner uh, winning teams or winning uh, uh, not only teams but also CRO solo freelancers whatever i would say uh, a systematic way and by the way, like tools are starting to do this, uh, right? Uh, keeping track of, of remembering the results. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's one key uh, is, is to beginning to systematically remember uh, and and build up ways of grouping similar experiments together. And and when I say remember, it's it's uh, with with minimized publication bias. So there is this human tendency to only look at the the big wins, the the significant, the big positives, right? Yeah. Uh, but being really honest with yourself and publishing the insignificance, the results, the the low impact, the the negative impact, um, and storing them together. So if there's a similar experiment that has been run three times, mm-hmm. having a way of, of 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 putting them together to see whether in fact it won three times. Or maybe there are cases where one twice and, uh, and there's a really strong negative and maybe there's a very, very interesting sub insight why that didn't perform. Yeah. So, so that's systematic approach. Yes. Perfect. So, um, looking at, uh, e-commerce websites, because our audience is mainly looking to improve e-commerce, uh, uh, conversion rate and customer experience, which are, let's say, free, ideas or let's say insights that you would like to share with the e-commerce marketers and to 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 stop this for a minute let me tell you a bit about our audience this is not going to be like track so our audience are either big companies which are uh, having their growth teams whatever that are trying to get, gain more knowledge and they are using our software or not or there are e-commerce uh, managers and marketing managers which are trying to understand what they should know in order to uh, hire an agency or in order to build an internal team. Or are e-commerce managers and marketers which are already experimenting. So we have these three clusters, you know, of uh, of com- companies. So based on that, what kind of growth ideas you have not? particularly related to uh, uh, the process of optimization but growth ideas that could be like i don't know anything so you 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 got so it. there are a couple of things that that are beginning to uh to reproduce or repeat and i think that's that's one key thing that i would pay attention to is okay if it worked for uh, a dog food company and fashion industry and and it works similarly uh, then those are the patterns that are are surfaced to the top and mm-hmm. and one particular thing is the next day delivery or urgent uh, something we'll call urgent next day delivery where where basically a message is shown that hey if you act within this time frame and it's and by the way this is not um, it's, it's not um, faked right it's, it's made authentic right because if, if there's a given uh, time frame that you act on and, and then you can maybe get the item still shipped today or perhaps 
it can be also pre-calculated that you can receive it tomorrow or within two days. So clarifying, mm-hmm. clarifying that kind of message and having that kind of prominent on the product page. Um, that here's the here's the cutoff time where by which you should act, and if you do so, then you will be rewarded by having that item sooner. Okay, good. So other uh, other ideas regarding this uh, this e-commerce growth based on a let's say data driven manner or anything that you might so. I'm pretty know that I'm pretty sure that you know people which are in the e-commerce uh, space, and you know this kind of avatar. So if you have uh, other ideas for them, uh, let us know. Because... Uh, another common one is uh, right. Anyways, these are popular things yeah. already. Might many people might know this, uh, but nevertheless, these things again they repetitively. There's a there's a positive track record of, of working numerous times. So coupon fields, mm-hmm. uh, very popular one where. Showing coupon field like a blank coupon field to everyone is is a a way of losing customers. Yeah. So finding ways to minimize that to to make it less obvious to only uh, showing an applied coupon for those people that have already earned it. Yeah. Uh, These are other other ways of increasing revenue. Okay. Same. Additionally, uh, obviously, <laughs> customer star ratings yeah. and, and reviews. Um, possibly common sense, uh, but we have numerous experiments where actually showing customer reviews yeah. on product pages mm-hmm. also leads to, 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 better, uh, to better sales increases and, and revenue increases. Okay. Tell us an... Outstanding experiment uh, that you've found among your uh, your entire work into into this space. Something that worth remembering. And uh, by the way, if you have any kind of uh, image or picture or whatever regarding it, maybe you uh-huh. could uh, give us so that we can put it there on our blog post. Definitely, definitely. So one thing, I mean, I think you're asking about like an interesting. So an interesting yeah. to me is when when we expect something to be, we'll make a prediction that hey, it should be this and that, and we find the opposite. Yeah. Um, so, so one such experiment is uh, when we're working with uh, um, a company called Viva Real, and the classic approach is to remove farm fields because farm fields. You know, we, we think cause friction and it's just an extra thing to do for the user and, and such. Mm-hmm. And I can share, um, by the way, here. Um, should, should I screen share right now? or No, if you can send me afterward, that's, afterward. Uh, that's re- really fun. Okay. So a lead generation business. And imagine that, that, that this company had like a text area with pre-filled with a pre-filled message saying, yeah. hey, I want to obtain more information about this, that department. Yeah. And when we looked at that, we, we noticed big text area, big field. Okay, so if we remove that, I'm sure it's, it's going to improve conversions. People don't want to deal with, with farm fields and such. And we found the opposite, that actually having that text area with that text that summarized their, uh, their experience and what they wanted out of the agent mm-hmm. was a very positive thing. Um, not only that, 
this this exception, so to say, was then also reproduced on other lead generation businesses. Okay. Uh, so this is one example of how one pattern in certain situations can act completely different. Than you've uh, you've expected. Okay. Uh, tell us uh, your uh, favorite uh, framework. Let's say there are a lot of uh, models and methodologies towards running optimization. Do you have a favorite one? Do you have a, a personal one? Are you using some of the classic ones or for prioritization? I understand, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so there's some criticisms of of of, uh, of frameworks, mm-hmm. and we came up with our own. Okay. For, for for this reason, and one potential criticism is that many of these are not tied to past results. Okay. Uh, so, if we want to predict with prior information, with prior data, then there should be a some numbers that raise or, or decrease ideas based on whether they worked or not. Yeah. Uh, and that's essentially ties back into, into, into good UI where we count or calculate how often something has worked or not. And mm-hmm. that becomes directly translatable into you know what, what gets surfaced to the top or, or, or gets deprioritized. Mm-hmm. So if we have one uh, pattern based on one highly significant experiment that that was positive, it would get one point. Okay. If it worked twice, it would get two points. Mm-hmm. And then we take these points and we directly use them to, to prioritize. So that means you are always looking for uh, experiments that are have been made previously or uh, what happens if you have let's say good insight good data driven insight and you haven't been running that experiment what's how it's going to rate you because this methodology is going to act favorable for the pre-existing experiments it will and that's exactly by design what we wanted Um, and and quick answer to your question um, if we have a new idea we defaulted to an equal or sorry, a neutral probability. So it's a, it's, it's mm-hmm. essentially a zero. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, zero we don't mean as a as a, as a, as a bad thing. It's it actually. Yeah. It you know, can... bad, like it will be negative. There'll be a negative ideas which have lost, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a, um, and we want to surface things that have worked before. Yeah. Uh, because if we look at uh, kind of like a explore versus exploit mindset then it's in the business interest to use what has worked before first before going into the unknowns okay so that at least that's the that's yeah that that's how we approach optimization work use what has worked before first okay that uh, that makes sense so tell me tell us uh, in fact tell us uh, what's the let's say what's the main free books that affected your career in uh, at this moment this could be, could be i don't know marketing related or business leadership or motivational uh, related that affected my career um, 
some stuff I've been reading recently, something, but something that uh, that not affected your career, but affected your way of seeing things, or something that you would rec- recommend and say, man, use this. For instance, in my case, uh, Stephen Covey's old school Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was completely okay, and it completely shifted my attention from doing a lot of stuff to freaking look at what's important and uh, not ur- urgent. That was the defining for, for me. I'm, I'm pausing because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think like, okay, okay, what are the things that have really influenced? I mean, one easy answer is the most, so something recent that I've been reading, yeah. which is, is making me think a little bit about these, you know, these patterns and such. And yeah. it's basically uh, the, the book on genetics, the gene, um, that goes into depth into hi- the history of of, uh, uh, of genetics, and I think uh, I, I find that interesting because I'm trying to compare uh, these patterns and this basic information containing these patterns to <laughs> to how our genes function. And there's a lot of mess, you know. There's a lot of uh, Interesting ideas in there, how they how they replicate and, and, and what gets copied over and mm-hmm. how they activate the activate. So I, I I I think there could be some parallels which could be drawn between these patterns and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, but that hasn't really this, this is making this is generating like new ideas and maybe something to to apply in the future. Um, yeah. Classic books, of course. Uh, I don't know what else. Um, I was going to say that, uh, Donald Norman's um, books. You know, don't. What's what's the what's the one with the? Oh my goodness, the one with the kettle. Uh, oh, usability. Um, Donald Norman. Let me check on that. Or, or Nielsen Norman, like uh, about usability engineering, oh, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Think about like, um, the design of everyday things by Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, the design of everyday. Okay, what has what has changed my career? Okay, I'll probably need to think a little bit more about this. Um, yeah, you can. Uh, anyways, uh, Jacob, you could. Uh... Let us know afterwards. So if you, when when the transcript is going to be ready, feel free to yeah. update it based on the. I don't know if you want to add something or whatever. Uh, okay. Let me. I mean, let us know because because there are a lot of uh, people. The, let us know which of the uh, things on this planet do you think should be A/B tested. And why? So mainly we have the humanity, right? Let's say we have the magic wand of being able to change things around. And uh, what would you do if you would be having the power to do A-B testing on the society, organization, politics, money, finance, uh, school, education, whatever? So what would you be changing and why? I think... I mean, if you're if you're stretching this to so so wide levels, I think uh, political process and, and, and democracy could use some uh, 
A-B testing. Some, experiment, some experimentation, yes. It, it feels like a very slow-moving um, slow moving beast um, yeah. that could use some, um, yeah, some exploration, some variation uh, in how decisions are made at the, <laughs> at the kind of, you know, country level and, and, and such. Um, Okay, got it. So mainly the the politics and the ways we are organizing ourselves as a as a society, let's say, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect. So uh, pitch your uh, that's the moment to to pitch your solution and uh, why people should uh, should be working on uh, uh, using the patterns that you have on on good good UI. I mean, if you Let's say your elevator pitch, guys. It's time to I don't know change the ways we are crafting experiments. And it's time to 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 use the knowledge, whatever you know the you know yeah, better. Well, I, I think it's not it's not a because there's there's two approaches, right? I mean, there's people. people and by the way, coming up with ideas is super fun. So it's not like let you know let go of whatever you're doing and, and here's you know the the hundred things you should test right now. Um, no, I think people should continue testing whatever, what, like accept multiple sources of where the, the ideas are coming from. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, okay, they talk to customers, of course, and they do research. I think that's completely valid. That, that's great. Um, but when when that moment occurs, when they have a little bit, when people have a little bit more space to 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 slow down and consider. And, and and ask themselves, what are some of the kind of opportunities I have missed? What are maybe what are some of the ways that maybe they were you know uh, achieved by other companies? Um, then of course that that's where uh, good UI comes in, mm -hmm. and we're trying to surface those those wins so they're a bit more visible uh, but that requires some uh, a little bit of space right to, to make a little bit of space for um, for those external ideas and when that that moment happens when you can when, when people kind of run out of ideas uh, as well then that's where that um, fits in okay so uh, can you hear can you add some um uh, in order to 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 direct customers and pro I mean prospects or visitors towards your product, could you give us some uh, I don't know one two uh, images re related to your product or with your uh, to tease them you know to tease them to to go to your uh, to your uh, website that would be that would be great you know so I mean when we have the transcript ready uh, here when you pitch about uh, the product and. Uh, uh, those two ways of, uh, of building hypothesis and prioritizing, maybe you could give us some uh, real case studies so that you can tease them and actually make yeah. use of the uh, of this uh, this moment. And uh, uh, tell us what's your take on machine learning optimization? What do you think about it? Uh, this is gonna. I mean, let's say we have the data collection, then we have the uh, data-driven insights, then you have the segmentation, then you have the hypothesis building, you have the prioritization, you have the 
experiment implementation, you have the QA, you have the reporting, and you have the learnings. So there are a lot of steps. No matter what kind of methodology you are using, the experimentation needs you to 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 get through this uh, through these steps. Do you think there are any steps that uh, machine learning would be better in the in the future, or do do you think uh, uh, what's your take on the machine learning for for website optimization? Well, I think, first of all, I mean, I think it's inevitable because the cost-benefit is there. Um, so it takes, I mean, human, human-driven human experimentation takes, it's, it's again, it's super fun and, and, you know, thinking about problems and what to optimize is great. But it's, it's, it's a bit of a slow process and if it can be turned into an algorithm, it can be made more efficient, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's just inevitable. It's just a matter of time of, of different, and you mentioned different areas where where it could apply. Um, maybe some areas. Uh, again, I'm not an expert in AI, but uh, maybe some areas are easier to 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 automate than mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Uh, although I might be completely wrong, but one area which I think still might need some human intervention is is. Uh, Identifying the patterns, identifying the um, the reasons, the the cases where something breaks down, and and creating those hypotheses. Um, I think you yourself have have created like done looked through a bunch of experiments and and identified maybe twelve rules or something like that. Yeah. Um, that act of identifying, okay, it works because of this and that. Um, could use some human help, or maybe it's a hybrid. Maybe it's a hybrid between, you know, code and and, and human. Yeah. Um, so it's a long answer of saying I think it's it's just a matter of time, and um, I see I, I see no reason why it shouldn't, you know, improve. Um, a simple a simple. I'm just going to give one more example here. A simple pattern is having a, a call to action that's visible above the fold. Um, that can yeah. be easily calculated with lines of code. You know, is there a button that can be clicked that's visible? Yeah. Um, and then run those checks. Yeah, so that you can easily, right? Exactly. Uh, tell us uh, your uh, so conversion rate optimization. Let's say is the uh, set of tactics towards uh, convincing and persuading new visitors to, to buy from a certain uh, e-commerce website, looking at e-commerce alone, or the act of persuading existing customers for, for uh, placing the second order. So that means it's a new customer acquisition rate and retain, customer retention rate. What's your take on customer retention rate? Do you think this is going to be big sometime? Do you think this is going to, uh, let's say, divide conversion rate optimization and anonymous persuasion of uh, visitors is going to be splitted into new customer uh, acquisition optimization and customer retention optimization on website and other channels, uh, advertising, uh, email, whatever. Uh, because we, we've been looking at cu- customer retention rate, and I think it's uh, the one of the black horses for e-commerce growth in the in the long run, but still people are not taking it uh, too serious. Do you think it's uh, is the same? Have you seen this uh, pattern, let's say, 
because you're a pattern hunter. I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think it's a very healthy sign of the industry going beyond the micro conversions, the shallow conversions, the clicks, the ads to cart. Uh, and uh, as I, uh, when I think about retention uh, or lifetime value, because mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe yeah. retention could be looked at as an extension of engagement, so yeah. usage over time, not necessarily purchasing, but using it over time, not not leaving, um, and things like lifetime value, of course, are at, at the at the e-commerce level, not just buying something once, but yeah being a more profitable customer. These are both uh, more long-term metrics, and I think that's very, very healthy to pay attention to things like that. Um, so that when, when there's a spectrum of metrics for a given experiment, ideally, there's a way to track things over time from, again, at the shallow level, an add to cart to, you know, being a, super high lifetime value customer. Yeah. Um, it's sometimes difficult to do so uh, because an A-B test runs for, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, that depends on the traffic and the but, products which are being sold as well. Yeah, but, but that but, yeah. still be healthy to transparently collect that and, and make that also, factor that into the equation. Mm -hmm. because, okay. because as you probably discovered yourself, uh, there's there's probably things that you can, you know, you can you can make short-term gains, but at the cost of long-term gains, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll be good to see in order to make a tighter prediction. Yeah. Okay. So uh, last question is regarding the KPIs. Of course, we're not going to put the questions in this order, but uh, I, I used to have a structured way, but I can't find the the the. Uh, questions that are prepared. Uh, do you think uh, revenue per visitor is the best metric or conversion rate e if you think at uh, e-commerce conversion rate optimization? The best, uh, the best metric. That's that's a that's a well, that's a philosophical question. <laughs> but uh, there's a, there's a tr there's typically a trade-off, right? Um, uh, maybe I mean, a quick answer to what's better than revenue is profit. Mm -hmm. uh, so margin per visitor, let's say. Right, but uh, but can you silver bullet, you know mm -hmm. that, and, and say okay, now drop all metrics and and, and measure only that. Um, well, profit probably gets more fuzzy and more mm -hmm. variable. Uh, revenues even more variable because maybe you're selling multiple products, right? Yeah. Uh, a sale transaction is is, is, a, is a one. Uh, and then if you, I'm, I'm basically going from, from the deep metric to the earlier on, right? To the closer mm -hmm. and closer to that first click. Um, what you, what you, what you gain when you go closer and closer earlier on is potentially even more data, right? You might get uh, 10,000 ads to cart mm -hmm. um, versus a hundred sales. And that is also valuable because you know, when, you, when you're selling 100 cans of dog food, uh, calculating profits um, might be a little bit more tricky than having to work with maybe something that 
that will lead to eventual profit, where things like adds to cart. So sometimes you have to make trade-offs. Yeah, so you, you, what you're saying, if I'm getting it correctly, is that uh, micro-conversions should be taken into consideration, all kinds of events, so you can't simply say, yeah, if you track revenue per visitor, there's no need to track other kind of events on the, on the, on the experiment. So mainly uh, that giving me, let's say, the opportunity to ask you how many events or micro-conversions should you, should you track uh, for... Uh, to, to gain a, a proper overview of an experiment? I, I think what I'm saying is uh, that it's probably healthy to keep multiple metrics in mind. And when mm -hmm. they all work together, when the ads to cart are congruent with the sales and the sales with the revenue and the revenue with the profit, that's a healthy thing. Yeah, perfect. Um, Love that. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Thanks a lot, um, Jacob. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. Thanks a lot for uh, for sharing this with uh, with us. Uh, we're gonna uh, use the transcript. I'm gonna put in contact Monday with the lady which is gonna handle all these projects. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go further uh, on uh, on cooperating. Uh, I hope it was fun for you as well. If you have anything to add at the end. Feel free to ask yourself a question that I haven't got the inspiration of asking you. If this uh, gives, uh, you think it's gonna provide value to the to this uh, article, yeah. I feel like I did way too long of answers. <laughs> uh, I feel like I span a little bit, um, and also, I mean, the books. I mean, I'm just trying to. Great <laughs> point. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff I've been reading recently. I just don't know if they have like revolutionized my thinking, like principles or something by Ray Dalio. Like mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting, but like did I, I don't know, or, or, or Atomic Habits by James Clear? Okay. Yeah. It's very... uh, but am I am I did I fall off my chair and did I do anything differently? I don't know. Um, yeah. So I, that's why I'm, I'm like my my brain's like just spinning and like okay what. It's a good one that's tied to Kahneman. I, I open up a handful of chapters, but I it's still getting dusty. I need to pick it up. Yeah, it's very dense and it's hard to take it. Yeah. I picked I picked up Behave as well recently by by the what's his face Sapolsky Robert mm -hmm. Sapolsky. Yeah, uh, how brains work and stuff. Anyhow, um, yeah. So if you if you find one, feel free to. To, to add here. Oh, I forgot to ask you this, and this is very, uh, very important because I'm going to do like a roundup article. What's your advice for a beginner into conversion rate optimization based on your own, what you felt on your own skin, what they should be doing in the, uh, based on your advice? I think for beginners, I think there's a lot. Uh, one, one, one simple piece of advice is there's a lot of people saying how you should do optimization and how you shouldn't do and how button tests are, 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 are terrible and, and you don't know what you're doing and, and you have to have this perfect pre-calculated sample size and mm -hmm. it has to be just right. Yeah. But in, like in all things in life, the first time with everything, sometimes you fall in your face and that's okay. And don't, don't worry about having it perfect when you decide to run your first a b test even if it's a stupid 
fucking test. Yeah. You're already going to learn so much, and that's okay. Uh, that's that's my advice. And then then all the other things will come in and play. Uh, how to run better tests, uh, how to write run more impactful tests. Um, yeah. I, I, I probably could keep on going forever here, but <laughs> another thing I, I'm thinking of is be careful of being pushed in the direction they have to test one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Hypotheses and the way you structure a program, they make you feel like you have to dissect everything. But if you think about the business first, and again, if, we, if we're going to think about exploitation and making leap experiments, it's more optimal to make uh, ideally all the positive impact changes at once and, and get, that, get that big shift. Yeah. Um, of course, we need prior data for that. Um, or, or sorry, prior data helps with uh, including the positive changes and, and getting rid of the negatives. Um, yeah, think about think about the uh, grouping all the positives, removing as many of the unknowns into a follow up experiment, and uh, making leaps quickly in yeah. the beginning. Perfect. Thanks a lot, man. Again, I'll, uh, I'll keep you posted when this is ready. You're going to be able to edit that as well. So, uh, yeah, I hope it was fun for you as well. Uh, let's keep in touch and uh, let's see how this uh, unfolds in the in the future, yeah? Very much uh, appreciate it. Uh, I would love to learn more about what's, what's in your mind. And I know it's probably the end of the day and it's almost the weekend there. Uh, so I don't want to keep you busy, but I'd love to know... Yeah, just have a more, <laughs> know more what's you know what you're planning and, and oh, in terms of uh, of the record uh, stuff, yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah. So let me just detect anything, and it's going to be a flat failure. Yeah. Is, is there anything like that as well, or is that in the future, based on what the the, the neural network will will uh, will learn and have as uh, as data? So. This can work for smaller, uh, smaller websites in the, on the long run uh, as well. But at this moment, I can't simply tell you, yes, this is going to run or not because it's pure in the, is there in the data. So the data will, will show if this is going to be working for, I don't know, mom and pop sh- shops as well. Or at this moment, we are just taking, uh, companies which have more than 200,000 visits per, uh, per month so that we are sure that it's not going to take I don't know, one month to, to see the results of a single uh, type of, uh, of experiment. Okay. Um, one thing to keep you, I want to get, get your idea, I want to plant an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry for more test results. <laughs> okay, so uh, I can give you a lot of test results. I mean, if you're, if you're interested, we can... Uh, the, the problem is that you also need the, the, the images, and this is going to take a, a, a lot of time. But if you want, I can uh, hook you up with the customer success team. And uh, I can give you some, uh, some test results. I mean, if you, if you don't need too many words regarding the context, the hypothesis, the whatever, we can give you A and B 
the hypothesis and the results. That's it. Then you can. Of course, uh, you know this. This is too easy to be true here, but this is great. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I need the customer's permission to publish and sell their, you know, their, their data. That that's typically a hard thing, mm-hmm. but it's doable because you know. Yeah. So that's what interests me. What other, the other thing that interests me? I want to continue talking to you about building the matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. Yeah, I just want to, you know, see what 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 I can learn from you, what I can teach you. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa. Sure. Sure. Um, by, by the way, that 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 shoe stuff you mentioned in one of your videos. Uh, the shoe, the shoe size, shoe size, or sorry, the the the, the dress size. Yeah. Uh, we have a, we have exactly the same pattern. That just showing choice leads to more. Mm-hmm. Human engagement. So, anyhow, that's another little overlap there. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, sizes are yeah. really effective on the on the anyhow, fashion. Yeah, so you got it right, probably. But uh, I want to talk to you more uh, whenever mm-hmm. you have the time about automation mm-hmm. and, sure. and sharing test data, sharing patterns. Yeah, man. Let's let, let's arrange a, a new meeting because I'm also uh, all for uh, for. For sharing info, I think we are kind of disconnected uh, because there's no, there's no, let's say, common joint space of uh, experts which are really there, you know, in the trenches. With, uh, and I'm all up for. Uh, that's actually what I'm trying to do the, with these kind of interviews, you know, to 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 put the microphone in the front of people which are really doing the work not start bragging about the next best thing like neil patel or you know all this uh, i don't know these are hilarious at some point but they they they, they are like uh, like the showbiz of uh, yes. marketing uh, digital marketing but i think it's it's time to level up our our game and i don't know it's not like we're gonna have thousands or uh, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of, of followers, but at least let's yeah. say the truth about being data-driven, looking at the data, not, uh, I don't know, being uh, like some tricksters. I like the, the, the truth part, because I know people like who run agencies, they do the opposite, you know, like pep and team and such. Like, you know, no, 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 forget about that. Then just do research, 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 do heavy work, sweat a lot, put thousands and thousands of dollars. No, 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 slow down, right? You have a handful of things that can work. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, I love that moment when a customer can be, you know, make a prediction that here, here's based on all these tests, something will work. Yeah. And they test it and it works. And they, and they feel like they can make more and more positive predictions. Um, so anything I can help towards that is to let people exploit the past, uh, including your customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, I like that. Um, Perfect. So maybe if you're uh, if you're interested, we can also uh, build some kind of a, I don't know bundle in the future or whatever. So let's uh, let's take the first steps of our, of our cooperation, and then in the in the future, I would love to to help you out. Out. I mean, I've been uh, I've been seeing uh, my 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 first steps towards building a, a company that's actually sustainable and hiring the, the people. And I, I know that you you need exposure as you need there. I mean, this the oxygen of growth, and uh, there aren't too many options in the in this space. And I'm trying to 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 build a, a proper community. So in the in the future, if you think of any kind of partnership, whatever. 
feel free to 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 let me out let, let me know because i want to give you i think you have a very cool product even though i haven't tested it uh, on uh, properly i mean i, I haven't uh, started to pay for your product so that i can go in there and maybe that's an insight for you maybe you could give like i don't know the first six uh, whatever should be free so that you can see yeah man this is making sense yeah how come this the, this work like that so maybe in the in the future i'm all up to 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 help you out and we can even build like a, like a bundle for uh, for the new customers and we can give a special uh, special deal for our existing customers because there are some hundreds of customers that could use it i mean and we have the connection with them. They trust us. They use our product, even though they uh, we are not big like Optimizely or VW or whatever. There's a we've built we've healthy healthily built a, a, a community of uh, of test of ex- experts here of people that are testing. So mainly, it's uh, it could be a that's why I actually I've tried to, to to introduce you to our community so that in the future they know oh I've heard about this guy and now they're working whatever so you, you know you got show, you know what I'm thinking uh, yes totally totally like here's a handful of ideas for e-commerce mm-hmm. and find a way to set up a relationship for those that want to share mm-hmm. I actually offer lifetime access they need to share a lot they need to share 10 tests yeah. a year so there's a commitment yeah but there's something like that and if i could get i don't know five ten companies and this is mm-hmm. from that pool that are willing to also share their results and correct the patterns for better or for worse yeah that would be immensely valuable yeah sure because you need to you need the uh the bigger your database the better your uh, your product is and the more the bad the most uh yeah, yeah more accurate the more accurate and yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it gets and your authority is going to be much more higher so i think we can help you out with uh, with this i mean we we have a lot of uh, e-commerce that's our focus right now so Let's uh, let's see where the where the future uh, takes us. So again, thanks a lot, Jacob. It was really really f- uh, not fun, but really intense, and I, I love that we've got the chance to actually properly meet and talk and chat about what we do. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go further together. I'll uh, send you the email. I'll intro to the to the the girl that takes this uh, this initiative that we have, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. And let's arrange a meeting if you want in uh, in May after Easter and all that, uh, whatever. Uh, let's let's arrange a meeting where we are just exploring ways to 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 help each other to to find some shortcuts and uh, whatever. So no strings attached, you know, just hang around for half an hour, forty five minutes to to see how Perfect. how we can help each other. Yeah. Perfect. Mid May works for me. I'm mm-hmm. early May. I'm in uh, in Mid Redmond, uh, so I'm actually doing stuff like this with Microsoft, okay. sharing test data. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after after that, like Mid May would be uh, would be great yeah. as well. So so, so it's, in, yeah, it's on you. Yeah, you you let me know okay. when uh, you okay. have the access to my agenda. So feel free to yes. to to book Perfect. me. Yeah. Great. Well, it's super nice to meet you. Very nice to uh, chat. Thank you so much for stretching your time here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eager to to do something together. Perfect. Bye, man. All the best. Keep in touch.